Hey everyone, thanks for checking out this week's episode of the Food Service for Thought podcast. Today, Carrie and I discuss the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. So sit back, relax, and push play. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Food Service for Thought podcast. I am Justin. And I'm Carrie. And we have another fun preview episode for you. Carrie, I will let you take it away. <laughs> On account of you know nothing about the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. The what? <laughs> the what? Um, yeah, so the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, I didn't look up all the history of, of it, but basically it, it it's a giant way to raise money and support kids and FFA programs and people who are on committees or work at the H the livestock show are probably rolling their eyes and going, how is this woman doing a podcast about the Houston livestock show and rodeo? But that's not what I'm doing a podcast about. We're talking about, uh, food and the, the go on. Yes. <laughs> food at the uh, Houston livestock show and rodeo, but there is a lot to the rodeo. I should tell you, um, like the events of the rodeo kick off, um, I think they have kicked off. And and listen, let me tell you, if you uh, work in in at Cavenders or Cavenders especially, or that that's like, do y'all have Cavenders in Dallas? Uh, I don't know what that is, considering I thought this was called the Houston Rodeo, and I was excited to do some shopping, but apparently I've got this wrong. I'm on the wrong okay. podcast. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. I ha- this is really going to test my my skills here. Um, okay, so go backwards. The Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is a livestock show, and livestock, Justin, is comprised of many different animals farm animals mostly um but but there are bunnies and things that are exhibited also i'm not sure how they play into the farm deal but there are cows and and sheep and goats and chickens all kinds of chickens chickens like you've never seen i'm not even kidding you you can walk up and down aisles and see all of these animals and they are being exhibited and judged in various and sundry different um uh, contests for, okay like there's a grand champion and that's a bull and that's a big deal and it can it can bring in hundreds of thousands of dollars it does bring in hundreds of thousands of dollars Good and Lord. uh yes it's crazy i don't need so so to kind of exp- wrap up what the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo is in, in a 20 or 30 minute podcast is just not possible. But um, besides the rodeo and all of these competitions and all of the money that's raised to support um, kids and, and uh, the scholarships, the college money, that's I mean, it's, it's just crazy. Um, and it's done so in a lot of ways. And um, that's through fees, um, booth fees for vendors, um, retail. I mean, you can go buy jewelry, you can buy rope. Like if you decided you want to do, to learn roping, you might consider coming to the Houston livestock show and rodeo between February 25th and March 17th. I will take you to pick out your, your, your rope. All right. That's good. Yeah. I've been thinking about that pretty extensively. So, but really that's not all Justin. Don't, don't. Well, I do see. I do see on their website that there is a barbecue contest and a wine show. 
So I think I could be I could be down for both of those. Let me first tell you, you've embarrassed yourself already. Just plain and simple. Thank you. you yeah, it's um, the, it's the um, World Championship Barbecue Cookoff, and basically, if you're in Houston, we just say the Barbecue Cookoff. But did you know that there were 252 barbecue teams in 2018? I did not. I imagine ninety percent of them are in, in uh, Texas, and the other ten percent are spread off in, in Kansas, Missouri, who, Memphis, yeah, and, uh, and the Carolinas. From. Yeah, but I mean, here's some of the names. There's the Belly Up Rod and Gun Club, which they ranked one hundred and ninety six <laughs> last year. So good luck to them. Hopefully, they'll move up. Um, I've no doubt. Um, you know, there's the Beef Masters cooking team. Beef Master tells you, well that they're masters and so um and indeed they were a hunt they ranked 182 i guess i should skip up um on, on yeah the this podcast here. is going to take a while if we're yeah. if we're starting no, just the, use, like, the, the name of the first two buns and roses was number one buns and roses was a grand champion overall and the champion for ribs nice that does yeah. sound pretty interesting i'd love to see the the equipment that they cook on, the big smokers and, and everything, that would be pretty cool. I mean, it's like, think about that, loading that up. Gosh, don't you know these women, the wives are probably like, you're not keeping that here. Because it's <laughs> got to be a trailer full of like this giant smoker. And you know, these guys are, I mean, that's kind of sexist. I mean, to assume that it's mostly guys, but um, but guess what? Well, it is a funny visual to have like a giant barbecue smoker just parked in the front lawn. <laughs> yes. Well, I also see there's a there's a Roundup and Best Bites competition, yes. and it looks like it's a gourmet food uh, and wine pairing competition. Yeah. And that and looks that looks pretty cool. There's a bunch of restaurants and institutions in, in the Houston area, if I'm reading this correctly, that are involved in this. That sounds like that would be cool, like a big throwdown. Um, I have, And I've not been to that, but... I see some big favorites here, like Taste of Texas uh, in 2018 got the Reserve Grand Champion for a certified Angus beef tenderloin. Why are we doing this at dinner time? I know, right? Yeah, I don't think we're I don't think we're having a sandwich for dinner anymore. Um, <laughs> Killen's uh, beef ribs. Now, both of these restaurants have been around a long time, and they're really well known. Um, I mean, really all of these on here are, but I don't know if you saw the pork belly on a tortilla with mango pico de gallo. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Snooze and AM eatery. Um, Brennan's is on there. Ooh, Tasso and grit dumpling with Nola barbecue shrimp. Yes. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. And they even had, um, from their champion wines, the reserve grand champion or best of show. Uh, no, sorry. The, uh, Lano Escado, Estacado? How do you say that? I have no uh, idea. It sounds top, right. Top Texas wine. So they even, you know, it's pretty legit. Um, and these restaurants are totally Houston restaurants. I mean, they, these are just, I wonder if that's part of their, their parameters. But that's not all the food. Um, there is, hold on, I'm, I'm getting to my list because I want, so they have the, um, from the shopping and dining page on the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo's website are the foodie winners. And um, best dessert was from Fried What? 
they had a Buckeye Sunday. That was the best dessert. Whoa. Yep. Um, the Harlan's Barbecue had a Harlan stuffed turkey leg. And let me tell you, that's uh-huh. just taking it up a notch. Because people will walk around, I'm not kidding you, with a giant turkey leg just gnawing on this thing as they walk around the carnival. There's a big carnival or walking around um, anywhere. You can take it anywhere. You know, you're not restricted from where you take it. Um Except for maybe you can't take it into NRG when you go to the concerts. Um, sure. And, and that like concerts, did you look at at who's who on the road? Uh, not yet, but I, but I do want to I do want to get back to this turkey leg for a second okay. because um, yeah. ever since I was a kid, going to Disney World, they used to sell turkey legs there, and they called them dinosaur legs because they had some dinosaur themed attractions. And I remember as a little kid, like I knew it wasn't a dinosaur lake, but I was so excited to buy one of those. And then I moved down to Texas and I started going to Texas Ranger baseball games and they had a jumbo turkey leg that you could purchase. And here I am in my late 20s, early 30s telling my now wife, oh, let's go get a dinosaur leg for dinner. And she looked at me like, you know, I was speaking a foreign language. And uh, yeah. So anyway, long story short, those things are the bee's knees. Well, they're actually legs, but they're the bee's knees. I, I haven't had one. I haven't. Ha- I have not had one. I have not had. Um, let's see what all is on here. I'm gonna. I'm clicking. Oh, read it's more. primal. Just a big chunk of meat in your hand, and you're just chewing on it. That's 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 it's amazing. Giant. Um, how many napkins must one have for that? Or do you just wear maybe a shirt you don't care about? Yeah, I mean, well, seriously though, it, it's uh, it's they're not actually messy. Um, they do a great job wrapping them in foil, but it is like even for me, I, I can eat quite a bit. And that, I mean, uh, the turkey legs that they have, those are that's a lot of food to put down. Two two person day. Well, um, I you know, and and the dressing and a shirt you don't care about would never happen at the Houston rodeo. When I was talking about Cavenders earlier, Cavenders, and there are other. So sorry if anybody is listening from another Western wear. Um, provider um, from which we we do have here in Houston. It's like the best kinds of boots from just a regular roper to some crazy beautiful boots like Lucchese and you know other wonderful um, boot designers and your obligatory pearl snap shirts hats i mean those guys i'm I'm telling you they're working overtime right now and it's awesome because you'll have people drive up to park in like a prius and then a black cowboy hat on <laughs> yeah you know well, see so i have to ask you a question so the boots so i'm from the upper midwest almost by canada so the boots that we had were snow boots not cowboy boots and everybody tells me that has them men and women that they're the most comfortable things you'll ever wear and i just I can't believe that because first of all, I've seen people put them on and take them off and it's like, a, a, you know, it takes forever to do that and it's like a negotiation and I just can't imagine that there's a lot of comfort and there's a lot of room and flexibility, but I'm told by everybody that has them that they are the most comfortable things that you will ever own. So I don't know what to do because that's a, that'd be a big purchase for me to a big, big step outside my comfort zone. Well, here's the thing about boots. They are not the most comfortable thing you've ever put on your feet. They can get there, though. They don't ever start out that way. Ever. They just don't. Um, break them in? you got to break them in. And listen, there apparently is an art to that. 
Um, I, I used yeah, it's to called walking. Boots. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, like, you, you know, get them wet and do this or put, there's boot spreaders. There's, there's all kinds of things. Um, and I, I, I'm not kidding you. And I have, I used to wear boots all the time. Um, I do have a pair of very comfortable boots, but they're work boots. They're, um, you know, they, they're, you can, they're for the ranch, like cow poop, burning, burn piles, that kind of stuff. They're not something that you would wear to the rodeo. You gotta have, but I'm, I'm, you know, what we could, we could make a gazillion, bazillion dollars if we had like, foot massage and foot soak kind of stations right outside of the of the rodeo because I promise you there are people with that go with their brand new boots and is not good at all it's just not and you got to use uh you got to break them in you got to get them wet you got to use a boot spreader that's like somebody <laughs> saying like oh no you'll like it it's just it's an acquired taste like you know what the first time I had pizza I loved it I didn't have to acquire a taste for it it was delicious from the beginning so I'll well, stick to I mean, my uh, to my Nikes and my my Adidas NMDs. I I, I will say also it, it, a lot. I think depends on the heel. You're probably not gonna. You wouldn't. Your starter boot wouldn't be like a pointy tip heeled boot. You would start out with a flat boot, and I think that's just gonna be like a pair of shoes to you. That would gotcha. probably be pretty comfortable. And um, I do feel like it's your your. If you want to remain in Texas, we all took a vote, and you do need to have a pair of boots, and so does your daughter. Um, I understand that she can't walk yet, but that really seems just like a big fat excuse to me. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> she needs some boots. Yeah, you, you got to have a pair of boots. You just, um, but that's when you do go to somewhere uh, to a Western wear provider and let them talk to you about, you know, because they'll help you with how you're, you're, yeah, it's crazy, but they're awesome. They look great. And there's nothing like the right pair of jeans sitting on a boot. It's just nice. Justin. All right. Yeah. Well, um, even <laughs> we though we probably could develop a whole podcast series we can, on let's, boots. Let's table the boots. Yes. I what agree. else? Let's put the boots on the table. Well, I, I and, want to tell you more uh, about the Foodie Awards. Well, that's what I'm saying. Give me, give me some more stuff. What else you got? Okay, okay. So I got the the from also from Fried What the most creative food was a fried bacon wrapped cinnamon roll. Sounds healthy. So they've wrapped a cinnamon roll with bacon, and then they fried it. Yeah, and in case you weren't already on the way to your, the hospital, they put it in the deep fryer. That sounds great. But I mean, some things are just worth worth that. Well, I, I bet it actually tastes amazing. Like I'm, I'm sure if you took a bite of that, it would be it would be heaven. Yeah, but there's this uh, fried bread. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a story. One of the winners um, for best value is Yoakum Pack, and they did um, their the bacon blast croissant. Okay, and that's pictured here. And it's a croissant with egg and bacon, and it looks very hearty and very yummy. And um, guess what? When I was younger, before I got married and had a child, I worked at the rodeo in the Yoakum Pack booth, um, right in the um, the Astro Hall. At the, it, it, you know, back then it was the Astrodome, and then there was yep. the Astro Arena and Astro Hall. And I worked in the, just like the main part, their booth was in the main part where you'd go from what we called, um, you, you know, where the animals were exhibiting to, into the Astrodome for the concert. So people would walk, it was, that was a great spot. 
I was single and, you know, I did notice the Cowboys going back and forth and we had a big time and I'd go after work every night, work there till, you know, whatever time we got out of there, 10, 11, 12, I can't remember. And then go to work the next day. And it was only for three, three and a half, three weeks that we did that, that I did that. And then all day Saturday, all day Saturday um, to nighttime and all day Sunday to nighttime. But I had a blast and I was always in boots and Wranglers and um, we had a great time. And and one of the things that they sell and they sold then was chicken on a stick. And one of the guys that I worked with, his name was Doug. I don't think he works there anymore. Um, They... um, they would have this rubber chicken they put on a stick and we would just like chicken on a stick. We got your chicken on a stick, like really loud. <laughs> and of course there's, you know, drunk cowboys and they had their, their response to these. And it, it sounds hilarious, but we had a blast and, um, they sell beef jerky and, uh, pork tenderloin and, and it was yummy and wonderful fun. And, um, when it was slow, we kind of try to come up with new menu ideas and some of them I still remember to this day was, um, you know, because it gets kind of ridiculous, the things that people put on a stick. Chicken tenders on a stick or sausage on a stick, you know, it makes it easy to walk and eat. I get that. Um, yep. But but I'm looking at this fried pudding, bread pudding, fried bread pudding on a stick. And that seems like I, I almost want to go to the rodeo to check this out, you know. Um, I, I just might have to. I might have to check fried bread pudding on a stick. But one of the things that we talked about when I worked for Yoka Pack was, um, what if we did spaghetti on a stick? That would be interesting. Or toast on a stick. Anyway, so um, I'm telling you, it's huge. you got to come down. We'll we'll take you. Uh, yeah, Papacitas has got um, Laredo Taco Company, Cadillac Bar, Alamo Tamale, yummy. Um, restaurants I've not heard of. There's pizza, pizza on a stick. Somebody sells pizza on a stick. Now that sounds awesome. Um, lots of, oh boy, Justin, there's about three or four different people selling cinnamon rolls. Wrapped in bacon? Lots of cookies, everything fried. And, um, there. I don't see any salads or um, organic smoothie. Nothing like that. Everything. No, uh, no uh, kale smoothies on the menu. Uh, uh-uh. not not a smoothie to be had. There's one whole place that sells just fries. Jack's fries. That yeah. would be my kind of thing right there. Just a whole bucket of fries. I think you can get a whole bucket of fries. Really, um, beside, and then, so in addition to the foot soak, I feel like another service that we might provide are little, like, GI little packets, maybe with Pepsid and peppermint and Zantac or something. Um, cause and, P- and Pedialyte? Some Pedialyte. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so there's a lot of, a lot of, uh, food service of so many different, different types of food service here. And some of it are restaurants clearly that are just established restaurants and some, um, I suspect just do the rodeo and maybe a couple other big things, maybe, um, like y'all's big deal that you have there, the state fair, or, um, then there's just, you know, places that, that just serve their, uh, kind of carnival wares. I think you'd love it. I think you'd love it. Um, it's there's just so many people uh, that attend, 
And, uh, you know, some people don't go for the concert at all. I don't have tickets for concerts this year, but I'm going to, I'm trying to talk our coworker into letting me take him. Uh, he's from Dallas as well. Well, you're not from Dallas, but you live in Dallas and, and he's not, he's not been either, but Casey Musgraves will be there. Prince Royce, Luke Bryan, Brooks and Dunn are back together for the rodeo. Cardi B. Yeah. Um, panic at the disco, which I'm embarrassed to say, I don't know who that is, but I'm, I'm going to find out now. Um, <laughs> Tim McGraw, um, and I'm holding out for him to shoot me a note and say, got you some tickets. Some, some backstage would... with, uh, with Tim McGraw. Yeah. I'll probably hang out, have, have a, a beer with faith. We'll just chit chat about husbands, the state of marriage. Pointy so... boots or not pointy boots. So, question, if I'm going for the first time, which I won't be able to attend this year, but if someone is out there going for the first time and they're not, this is outside of their comfort zone, um, I, from what you've explained and what I've looked on the website, it looks like it would be a really cool event um, and it goes on for a while, so there's an opportunity to get there You know, if it doesn't work out on a specific day for you. But what would be your recommendations maybe for someone that isn't very familiar with, you know, livestock or rodeo, but does like food, does like shopping, does like to go have some drinks or check out some wine, see some music. What would you recommend would be a couple of the things that like, hey, you can't miss this if you're going. You've got to make sure you do A, B, or C. Well, um, I do think the stock show part is really neat. As These kids work all year long raising these animals and um, taking care of them it's part of their grades in school then they're you know then there's then they're the big ranchers and things as well but there's so much love that goes into that and that's really what the the livestock show is is about the livestock portion is about but the rodeo there's the concert series obviously but before the concert the rodeo, if you can go, Justin, it really is neat. There's the um, the barrel races. Um, these people are competing um, with their horses. There's, oh my gosh, the calf scramble. These little calves come out. And these little kids, they've got their helmets on, their little Houston rodeo shirts on, and they're running around trying to tackle these calves and rope them. And they do. They're, it's adorable. It's so cute. And then there's... Um, that sounds the good. Yeah, you got to look at look it up. I should have prepared you. I should have sent you some videos. I mean, there's got to be some YouTube videos to check out. Um, and, and that's probably what I would recommend to anybody. Just look at some YouTube videos so you get an idea. And it, it's huge, you know, go and, 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 but go knowing that there's thousands and thousands and hundreds of thousands of people enjoying the rodeo and the stock show and the carnival and the shopping and the food and there's little, you know, there's little um, areas to sit down. There's, I mean, there's tractors. You go with, there's tractors in there. You can go look at every kind of tractor there in these halls. It's huge. So just know that there's a lot of people and kind of get your mind wrapped around that. And you're just there. Don't, you know, it's not like, let's go to the rodeo for an hour. Cause you're going to, it's going to take you an hour <laughs> just to get in. Not a, not an in and out thing, huh? Not an in and out thing. Yeah. And so that that's what I would say. But it's worth it. It's a lot of fun. Um, and, you know, when I started this, I told you I'd have a really hard time t- talking about the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo and making it make sense to anybody. Um, but 
Uh, and if wherever you live, if you have rodeos, go to a rodeo there. It really is amazing. Um, and what these people subject their bodies to, like, the, you know, um, the bull riding or um, it, it's amazing. It really is. And there's so much to see. It, it is so much to see. Um, and you can have a turkey leg. A do- uh, sorry, a dinosaur leg. Thank you. And uh, to be honest, I mean, you, you absolutely sold me on it. I think it, I think it would be something that would be super fun to attend, um, especially, you know, even if it's something, so the way I can correlate it is, Hey, maybe you're not, um, a big sports fan, but going to a baseball game live or a basketball game live, that's really cool. Even if you're not a sports fan. So, um, I'll sort of use that analogy for, for this and say, you know, I think it's something I would really like to check out if I'm not able to do it this year. Um, I'm able to get to Houston often enough and maybe we can, I can work at a, a work trip or I can come down there and then do something over the weekend and have some fun. And maybe you can show me around and I'll let you buy me, uh, the, the turkey leg and maybe a pair of boots. Uh, if, if things go well, I'm not buying you a pair of boots, Justin. I'll well, buy fine. You, you can buy some legs. for, you can buy some for my baby daughter. I will pay, uh, yes, I totally will. Because um, I, I, this is a very personal thing, getting a pair of boots. It's a very personal thing. And it's not something to be entered into lightly. And I feel like you need to wrap your head around that before we enter into any kind of boot buying agreement. So do the boots have like the Nike swoosh on the side or is mm-hmm. it underneath on, on the mm-hmm. sole of the shoe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're going to get hate mail. I'm gonna, just kidding. We're going to get hate mail. I just okay. Know I know. <laughs> well, that was just a joke. A poor one, I apparently. Joking. I know you love Texas. I get it. You, you, I, I know you do. Your child was born in Texas. Oh, I, I absolutely love Texas. I've been in Dallas for 12 years. And I think, I mean, when people's like, I call this home, you know, even though I'm not from here, I consider myself maybe wrongfully so, but I consider myself a Texan, a proud Texan. And I love living in Dallas. And I think it's one of the greatest places in Texas is amazing. And everywhere I've been in Texas, all the big cities and through the hill country and everything else, it just, it's just continues to just amaze me. So yeah, I have all the love and respect for Texas and, and everything that goes along with it. So um, I'm giving you a hard time because I can't. And it's funny. Yeah. My husband isn't from here either, but he's so, it's so funny to me that people that move here and then really love Texas and consider them Texas. The thing that's cool about Texas, I think, is that we're like, cool, okay, then you are a Texan, you know. Um, it, it's it's a, It is a state of mind. How many songs say that, that it's a state of mind? But it is a state of mind. But I do think that you need to get a pair of boots, and so... Um, We'll start. We'll start that little little process. If anybody has any ideas of what kind of boot you should try, or what designer, they can they can certainly let us know um, on on any of our social media sites. Which are maybe all maybe some Justin's stuff. boots. Do what? Hey oh, oh, huh. no. Uh uh-uh. oh. Fair enough. All right. Well, I you know I think I told you. Um, as much as you can absorb now, I'm going to give you some homework and, and get you to go watch some YouTube videos. And, um, then I'm going to, when we're done, I'm going to call my husband and say, can we have some fried chicken tenders on a stick for dinner? That all, that all sounds good. So, uh, (laughs) but seriously, that, that's great. I really had fun talking with you about this and, uh, and I'm excited to see, 
um, how this how this goes this year, and hopefully I can attend, if not this year, next year. Thank you for chatting chatting with me today and educating me on, on that. So, um, all right, everyone. Well, thanks for tuning in today to, to listen to our episode. Uh, we will be releasing episodes every other week. You'll be able to find us on Apple uh, Podcasts, iTunes, and uh, Google Play. So please uh, subscribe, rate, and review to help us keep moving this thing along. And we'll continue to have a wide variety of guests and topics that we cover within the food service industry uh, every other week, like I said. So, Carrie, thank you again. And thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you next time on the Food Service for Thought podcast. Adios.